just wanted to do a quick intro before we actually get into the meat of the podcast to cover three things. One, thank you for clicking on a no-name brand new podcast. I appreciate your time and your clicks. Two, we do not read books here and we do not sing. Just using the book club format to talk about music. And three, for our first episode, we're talking about Humans by Gorillaz. We do not always do, or we're not always going to do new releases. We're just starting with one. The Gorillaz are a bunch of cartoon characters, not a real band. The actual person behind the music is Damien Albarn, formerly of Blur. They were super big when I was in high school, went away for a while, and now they're back. That's basically all you need to know. It's a little bit alternative dance pop electronic music for the most part and they collaborate with a lot of good rappers so let's start the review just in case we get any listeners we should probably just say our names so people know the, what voice is which so i'm michael i'm cl- yeah. i'm club president <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Alana. Which which one of you is uh the club treasurer and which one is the club secretary? <laughs> I'll be the treasurer. Okay. Alex okay. is the treasurer. So Alana. Alana's secretary. That's not good. That's fine. Okay, first thing completely positive that I have to say about this album is the first track is so good. I love Ascension. Yes. It, yeah. It comes right out of, like, that's the way to start an album. I mean, putting yeah. the best song, f- put um, spoiler alert, my favorite song on the album, but putting the best song first, is it kind of makes the rest of the album a bummer, but putting a song like that, that's, com- like, so energetic and aggressive first, is a way to grab attention. That's, like, the way to start the album. I'm skipping the intro. But I do have something nice to say about that, is intros and interludes and stuff can be really annoying. They kept them so short These that it didn't so matter strange. on this. It, it, yeah. was just, it was just a quick little thematic thing in between songs. That's the way to do it. They also separated them into their own tracks, so when you listen to the song by itself, it's not like an extra long intro to the song or an unnecessary outro. It's very considerate. Um, also, I don't know yeah, if we yeah. should use—I don't know if we should use the pronoun they for gorillas, because it's like fictionally it's four people, but in real life it's just one dude. Oh really? Oh my god! See, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it. So I, I thought I it was this... at least two people, and then in the '90s it was two people and the rapper that they always used. You know what? I thought it was two people too. I looked it up on Wikipedia, because I th- what I thought happened was it was two people, and then after Plastic Beach or something, one of them left. It turns mm-hmm. out it was, the, the musician's name is Damien Albarn. It was always just Damien Albarn on the music, and then the other person whose name, who I, I don't have it up on my computer, so I don't know his name right now. The other person whose name is associated with them is the person who designed the characters. So Who, the what? group, the Gorillas, was a collaboration between the musician Damien Albarn and the artist who did the animation and stuff. 
So that's why oh. people thought it was two musicians is because the artist's name was on everything. And then obviously Dell, who left after the first album. But now we have like De La Soul and stuff, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll, I'm, I'm probably going to just say he because most of the artistic decisions come down to the one guy. But the beat on Ascension is crazy. It reminds me of Jet Set Radio Future, which is the highest compliment I can give any music. That's a video game soundtrack. Um, it, it does... Uh, I've talked about how I like Vince Staples to you before. The track pulls away towards the middle, and it's, it's just like, like a bass synth, just doing like quarter notes or eighth notes or something. And it's just Vince's voice. I've never heard his voice isolated like that before, and he's doing, like, crazy Danny Brown-level stuff that I didn't even realize. Like, he's straining his voice super hard to make it sound like that, and it's really... I never heard it like that. I never realized he was doing that. So that song, uh, 10 out of 10, perfect song. I love it. Second favorite Gorillaz. Eight. eight for Ascension. Just Ascension, not the album. Yeah. It's my, I'm it's, so critical of this. I feel bad. No, I was trying it's, so it's, hard. It's good to it's good to be critical. I just I just think I don't know, like the the siren sound in the beginning that just goes for way too long. I think that's hilarious, mm-hmm. and I think it thematically fits. Oh, for the theme of I listened to. Um, do you guys know Sound Exploder? The no. podcast. Mm-mm. Okay, it's they have songwriters like pull apart their songs and they like they listen to the stems and stuff and talk about like each of the individual parts so they uh they had damien do andromeda on song exploder but he he said that the album was supposed to be like a dance album that's made for after an apocalyptic event so when vince is rapping he's he's like rapping from a fictional like, near future where the world has almost ended. So when he's saying the, uh, the sky's falling, he's like, that's supposed, to be, that's supposed to be literal, yeah. And that's supposed yeah. to go for the whole album, which I, to be critical, I don't think everyone brings that. I, I think that Vince Staples brings that. I think that, uh, I mean, when it's, when it's just the Gorilla stuff, obviously they're included in that. Uh, but a lot of these songs, I don't get that at all from. They just kind of seem like yeah. gor- gorilla songs. Yeah, mostly, yeah, the ones with the features, I feel, have less of that theme than the other ones do. I mean, like, with Ascension, it definitely fit. Mm-hmm. Strobe Light, mm, kind of. Like, I love the song Strobe Light as itself, but I didn't really feel it in that either. Yeah. Um, I think the, yeah, the, just like certain stuff. the interludes pulled it together. Uh, yeah, and then and then the last song we got the power kind of seems like it fits in there, but I don't know because like the rising, the uprising afterwards, yeah. of after like the whole apocalyptic kind of scene, and every Gorillaz album has kind of a narrative to it because it's their characters that are supposed to be making yeah. the music, yeah, and it's it's always it's always a little loose, but yeah, and I. It, this album kind of fits in with the way I feel about most Gorillaz albums, where there's songs that I love and there's songs that are just kind of boring. Just looking at the track list, I, I, 
I just wanted to talk about Ascension first because it's the first track and I love it so much. But just going through, the I track think it's list, also like a lot different than the rest of the album too. That's that's true. It's it's mm-hmm. very high energy. Uh, Saturn bars, I think, was really good. The, I liked that. One. The hook is. I love Saturn bars. Killer yeah. killer hook, it's a banger. Uh, the beat is pretty good. It's not as unique or anything as the pop can who i who's i guess of just a british mc because i don't know who he is yeah i, I guess... thought he's um oh if you know that i could be a hundred percent wrong by now but isn't he the guy that drake stole for one dance <laughs> this... I, i'll i'll believe i'll, I'll run with that <laughs> i'll 100 percent run with that hot take i'll I've... be okay with it yeah, yeah, yeah we're, hot takes we are on going to, for we're days. going to out ourselves in the first episode as not knowing <laughs> anything about music but that's okay <laughs> Um, I'm oh, pretty sure. Moments. I have to just take a second to talk about moments. The first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this song? I love that song. It's so good. I love this. This is my second favorite song on the album. De La Soul. I didn't know it was De La Soul when I listened to it the first time. I don't listen to a ton of De La Soul, but I like... But it doesn't sound like I like anything. I like their first record and stuff like that. It doesn't sound like... I mean, they've grown since then. It's very... They've been around for forever. The beat yeah. is stupid in a good way just <laughs> yeah bah, 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 bah. during the bridge it sounds like this remember when they had to do dancing in the six flags commercials it sounds like that <laughs> but it has it but really it has does. the it has the like yelling female vocals over it so it's super cool and it's it's just really impressive the way that um de la soul they found a melody to rap to over just the pounding like no harmony to it at all beat and they they somehow found a melody in there it feels like they were given a chord progression or something and then they wrote the song to that chord progression and then Damien just stripped the beat down to like just the drums and left it in I don't think that's actually what happened but that's Mm -hmm. that's like this I don't know I guess for the like apocalyptic theme of the record that song feels like it can fall apart at any second, but it just, like, barely makes it through to the end. And I love yeah. it. Um, yeah, I love, like, the raw intensity of it, too. Just, like, when they, like, break down, like, and when it says, like, nothing, and then you just say moments. Like, I love those yeah, parts. Yeah, and mo- the moments even, like, by the end of the song, the moments thing is getting in the way. Where, is, where yeah. like, the beat's trying to keep going, and then just moments, like, <laughs> breaks yeah. in. Love it. Okay. Uh, submission. I thought... I love Danny Brown. Uh, I thought this was going to be awesome, and it's a complete waste of a Danny Brown feature. In my yes, opinion. that's exactly what I thought. I was so excited to get to it, and I'm sitting there waiting for it to like be a banger, and then it was over. Yeah, and like then I check my phone, and I'm in the next song. Like, uh, not yeah. really. I I don't think if you have a Danny Brown feature that it has to be on a crazy energetic song. I think no, because he does like low stuff. Like if you listen to especially. I, don't, I forgot what the newest one is. He's like atrocity exhibition. Like, yeah, because like <laughs> on um, Holtz. What? Well, okay, and then the one before that, when he does side A and side like a side A album, a side B album, yeah. and he says in side A that he's done with this shit, and then atrocity came, and then side B was like all his old style, but then he came out with atrocity, which was so different, but it was similar to side A. Yeah, and so it's like you can get that Danny Brown and use him well. And I I I don't think what he did was bad. I just think if he was like I I can imagine Danny coming in after the 
the very first hook on Saturn bars and killing it. I could imagine him killing Charger, which Charger was kind of like, didn't really do anything except the beat was cool. It was a cool idea for the beat with Charger. I could imagine him coming in on other songs and killing it. And then Submission, it feels like they had a song that didn't really go anywhere. So they're like, oh, I have Danny's phone number. And we haven't used it yet, so maybe <laughs> maybe he can save this song, and it it just doesn't do enough. Um, Charger, I don't have much to say about Charger, except for Grace Jones, the the featured guest, comes in at the end and says, "I'm going to take you for a ride over and over again." I don't know if any of you guys have played Marvel vs. Capcom two, but the I think it's the character select screen, which is just "I'm going to take you for a ride." Like that's the way the song goes. You can't put that in a song in 2017 anymore it's like i i only think of the marvel no versus Capcom. i don't yeah. i don't think it's a reference i think they didn't know and i can't listen to no. it without i can't listen to it without thinking of marvel versus capcom i think that they was a have mis- to know i think that was a mistake i don't know they had to um and andromeda i think i wouldn't like if i didn't hear the song exploder uh, he really broke apart like the emotional aspect of it, which I didn't. I didn't really pick up the first time I heard it. I listened to it before the album came out because that was one of the singles. And I love drum. I wish there was more drum. I, yes. I understand that you don't have to make the featured artists do their own verse. The part that drum does is really good, and it's worth it to keep that in the song, even though drum isn't that much of a featured artist. But this felt like the Danny Brown song to me where it's like you didn't really utilize them as best you could. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. I understand that. I, listening to him talk about making the song, I mm-hmm. know I have more information than you as to why Drum wasn't included more. Yeah. So I would say, I definitely check out the song Exploder for this song. Bas- bas- basically, there was a ton of different versions of it, and this is just one of the one that they decided was the best. So there's versions with Drum like singing the whole thing. Really? Yeah, I think. Um, or like a lot more. Yeah, just like yeah, different more. Or like drum or like heavy. having a hook with Drum doing the whole hook. That like the hook is just a line from the verse, with delay on it basically. Uh, but yeah, I I I like this song. It's not super special, but I like it. And I love drum. Um, then the rest of the album is not much going on. Uh, Carnival has a cool intensity to it, but the Carnival l- was freaking. The lyrics I, are the I lyrics are kind of lyrics are kind of silly to me. Like playing a game just like a carnival, spin around just like a carnival. That's kind of boring. I, don't I know. think there was the lyrics towards the second half of the album were a lot of throwaways. Especially, oh, like, yeah. like, I guess I didn't... I listened to, like, the deluxe one or whatever instead, which is, like, 26. Yeah, and like, yeah, I did the same thing. And, like, once you start getting past, like, 20, it's kind of, like, pulling through it. Yeah, you know? well, like, those, yeah. Are, those are very literally tracks that were cut from the album. They're not yeah. as good as the ones that are on the album. I, there's one exception yeah. that I'll talk about when I get to the end of the track list, but... Uh, this is what I did, and I'll suggest this for you guys. If we're if we're reviewing an album that has a deluxe edition, the That's first thing, the then. first time I listened to it, I stopped after we got the power, which is the last song on the standard edition. And then the mm-hmm. next time I listened to it, I listened to the bonus tracks afterwards. So the first time okay. I listened to it, I got the experience of if I went to the store and bought the record, 
this is what I would have gotten versus downloading yeah. it off of iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, I guess I but can I just skip to We Got the Power. Such a cool song. I'm complicated feelings about this song, but the most pertinent thing to talk about is it ends so quickly, and that's supposed to be the end of the album. It feels like <laughs> it's about to go into like a synthesizer solo type thing like there's the first two measures of a synthesizer solo and then the song stops and that's supposed to be the end of the album that might be on purpose but i don't like it yeah it's too abrupt it's too abrupt but the thing i do like about that song is i was worried going into it that it would be super corny and then the first line we got the power to love everybody no matter what or whatever is <laughs> is super corny and i was like they embraced it i was i was time. like oh yeah. oh boy this is this i'm not going to like this song but then the next line is we got the power to do that and i was like that and i, I like i laughed a little bit at that line so it, it like it like they knew how corny it was and they're yeah. just like we're going for it we got the power to do that it's i don't want to like yeah. the song is called we got the power yeah. so we're going to go full force but I, I, yeah. they they made it funny and they made it not suck and it it went around full circle and i liked it then uh i skipped sex murder party i like sex murder party it I didn't it like it. Weird. I it, I went right like it flew over my head. I guess the first couple times I listened to it, but then I was like humming to myself the hold the key dis- or dissolve the key or whatever, and, yeah. and I was like, "What song is that?" And then I realized "Sex Murder Party" was stuck in my head. I didn't even like realize that that was that part of the song. So it's catchier than I gave it credit for at first. So I like that. And then with the- I think it's a one of the weirder ones, but it stands out like the ones that are like starred like. The Vince Staples in the one and like yeah. st- Saturn bars, like I think it sounds out in the same way, even though it's like fucking weird. Yeah, but it's still, like that memorable. Yeah, it's so I like appreciate I appreciated it for that fact. It's it's a good it's a good yeah song. it's definitely one of the better songs on the second half mm-hmm. because like you said like it starts falling off and it starts kind of like being throwaway instead and besides we got the power but. Like, it starts to get a little, like, tumultuous to get through, so. Mm-hmm. Sex Murder Party was good. I like She's My Caller. I love Caliucci, Just... so I was... Yeah. That was a good one. I liked that song. It was... I think that was a little more catchier than I thought, too. I like um, I, I like her voice. Yeah. I, I didn't really care about the song. <laughs> Maybe. She, I just like her. She's has yeah. a funky sound. She's, like, Colombian, like, organic Lana Del Rey. Yeah, it's it's a little Yeah, I think that's probably why I liked the song. Uh yeah. I liked her more on the ticker tape, which is one of the bonus tracks. I don't really remember how her part goes on ticker tape though. I, I remember thinking this is cool though. The bonus track that I really mm-hmm. like is Out of Body. Um with yes. Kilo Kish. Kilo Kish, I do I know her from Vince Staples, but I haven't listened to her solo music at all. I'm definitely gonna listen to it after hearing this. The way she raps is crazy. It's 100% just her speaking voice, which most people can't do. Yeah. Um, when yeah. she started, like, she does a little talking in the intro, and then she starts rapping, and they're, like, I didn't know 
when she says hello hello like that's her, when her those are the first two words that she actually raps it sounds exactly the same as her yeah. talking and i di- i didn't know if it was supposed to be on beat yet or if she was still <laughs> doing a intro <laughs> and then she keeps rapping from there and there is a rhythm to it and it it's something i've never heard before and i was really impressed by it the ev- like every syllable she says is super intentional she uses grace notes in a very intentional way where most rappers just use the grace note to front load the line with everything they have to say that doesn't fit into the measure and then they go <laughs> on with it but she she spaces her grace notes out in a in a cool way and it fits with the rhythm fits with the beat she really impressed me on that song i like it a lot and zebra cats was better on that song than he was on sex murder party and i don't the other one person i don't know who they are imani vansha they, I guess they were just the singer, right? Because there's a singing part at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically all the all the tracks that I liked, plus Submission, which I was especially disappointed by. Yeah. Yeah, so those, those are all the yeah. tracks that I have strong feelings about. This, and then you guys said, She's My Collar stood out to you. Was there anything else that stood out to you that I didn't mention? Or anything that you wanted to uh, say was bad or better than I said was? Um, I mean, going back to, like, how they, like, kind of released the album and the beforehand, I think that they released the singles the way they did pretty well, because it does show off every kind of sound that is on this album, which I found really interesting, but it ended up, like I say said, like, it's just too long, it's too long. And it's too. Much. I don't. I don't think it's too long if you turn it off after we got the power. I, yeah. I think it's too long if you try to listen to the bonus tracks because the bonus tracks yeah. are are cut they songs and they, I it, think, it drags. Like the whole album, like all the songs are like three minutes long. Yeah, like they were all pretty short that it flew through. But I agree. Like after a while, it kind of like felt. Like, I was there a lot longer listening to it than I was. Yeah, when I actu- Yeah, it was just the time thought longer. When I actually rate it, I'm going to rate it based on listening to Up To We Got The Power, and then also, thank you for giving me Out Of Body, but I'm not going to hold the length against it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was because I did end up listening to the deluxe that, like, when I got to We Got The Power, I didn't know when the end of the original album was. Because that they so, did well. It, like, flowed yeah. into the bonus. Yeah, the, the interlude into the bonus, it kind of... It would almost be cool... I mean, not it wouldn't really be cool because it would be, like, a cash grab type thing, but having the, the last five tracks or whatever, the interlude, it's kind of like its own little EP at the mm-hmm. end of the album. Yes. And it, it could it could stand alone as a not so good Gorillas EP. It has it has a structure to it. It it's its own little section. So Yeah. It, you can take it away and the album stands and then you can have that little bonus bit at the end. I think that's appropriate. That's a good thing to do with the bonus tracks. No one's forcing you to listen to the bonus tracks, so I don't think the yeah. length yeah. is that big of a deal. Um I just don't, maybe if the interlude, like, was worked into the end of We Got the Power, so the album could have, like, a proper send-off. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, if it cut off after the interlude, it would be a weird ending, too. Yeah. Just a a little... I honestly think that might have been a little better, because then you could, like, if there was no bonus tracks, it would be, like, for the next album. Yeah. The new... Instead of just, like, well, that was it, guys, thanks. Especially especially since it's called New World, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That would have been a good thing. Yeah. But it's, it's it's a cool idea for the bonus tracks to kind of, like, be their own section instead of just yeah, yeah being have its like own demos and remixes tacked on to the end, even though remixes of songs would probably be better in this situation. Like give me the yeah, give me yeah. the full drum version of Andromeda. And give me another version <laughs> of Danny Brown. Just just call it call it Andromeda like with. Oh. with the letters <laughs> in the I was thinking that when you said that. <laughs> no. Okay. Andromeda. Um, I guess that's everything. Um, there's a little yeah. detail that I want to talk about just to get a discussion going. Ascension and Let Me Out, the Pusha T part, they edit it in a weird way. And I think they're editing names out, but I don't know what the really? point of that is. Yeah, um, uh, in Ascension, he's, he says, like, turn to my partner, and then there's like a, like a, it's not a, it's not like a standard beep, but it's, there's like a noise. I don't know if yeah. that's exactly what he says. And then Pusha T, like, three things that he says gets edited out. It's, um, hmm. one of the things he says is blank is dead and the devil's calling shots. So I, maybe, I, that made maybe me... Maybe they don't want to say God. Yeah, that made me think that part of the, like, to thematically fit with the album, they, like, stripped away religion. And that might yeah. have something to do with the theme. But I don't know if that fits in with the other... Three things that get edited out. It's just something to think about. Yeah. There's a little bit of layers to it that isn't immediately accessible, and I appreciate that. That's basically all I have to say about that detail. Yeah. Oh, and for the songs that I didn't mention, and the, it's mostly like the vocals don't click with me. Oh well, yeah. Like for the most part, the vocals are kind of boring, but. The, listening to the whole album, there's still details and cool stuff going on with the production where it's worth listening to at least once through. Yes, I agree. Like, for me, I didn't overall like the album, but I think that has to do with growing up listening to the older albums all the time. Yes, like, definitely. Anytime we drove anywhere. So, like, that's my perception of the gorillas is that old style kind of which was like more closer to a hip-hop album in a way yeah and I and yeah I think you can so tell like from hearing that. hearing this like yeah it changed a lot but then I was like did this change genuinely or was this a grab at becoming relevant again and then I'm like well was that what they did back in the day but I was too young to like you know like think that through so I and don't the know whole seven years in between I, is a lot of that too like I feel like since you haven't been they haven't released new things for the last seven years maybe it's either they're changing their sound or is it or he like just something like, I growing get up back into it and then just like yeah dumb. was like or let he's me just make trying to be relevant yeah, yeah. my make an album that's gonna sell yeah so two, so two things to say one I think a, a hypothetical listener to the podcast would agree that we care about the rap gorillas way more than anything else because all the songs <laughs> yeah. that we say we like are the rap ones 
But yeah. also, my my theory, which may or may not be true, is that he he after the fall, which is not really like a complete Gorillaz album. It's just kind of an experiment that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really want to do Gorillaz anymore, and but now he realizes that if he releases an album. As Damien Albarn, no one buys it. If he releases an album with the name Gorillaz on it, everyone will buy it. I think, I think I think that's a little bit of what's going on. Yeah, I also think of it as, like, who the fuck am I to tell him what album he can and can't make? Like, this guy is just, like, a good musician who's so creative. So it's, like, mm-hmm. I think he makes albums because he's so good at structuring them. Like, he almost comes at it as, like, a mathematical form- formula, it seems like. Yeah. Because the way he, like, structures them and everything. So it's, like... I don't know if I was like bored and was like a muse like that into like just like making songs and like creating like a silhouette and not really because he's not like a lyricist really you can't say that gorilla songs are based on like no the writing so it's like if I wanted to just make an album off of a different style that's like oh this style is coming out I can make these songs too then like yeah, might have been what he did too. And I don't mean to say that he doesn't care about gorillas anymore. I think that might have been yeah. the reason for the long gap between albums is because for those years he didn't really want to think about gorillas, but now he's he's been convinced to come back to it. And I think he put his full effort in coming back to it. Something from the song Exploder that he said was he only used um, electronic instruments on this album. So hmm. I like. On Plastic Beach having horns and orchestral instruments. I like on the original Gorillaz album having a lot of guitar and live drumming. And that's yeah. all That's all missing here. That, but I think that goes to show that he does albums by stylistic choices, not yeah, as exactly. in, like, I want to, like, th- like, you know, like, this song's in my heart. Like, no, he, like, he's like, oh, I'm going to make an album like this. I'm going to make an album like that. So it's like, yeah. maybe... I'm not thinking of the gorillas as objectively as I should, and I'm making them a genre when they're not. It's just him making different, good, well-produced albums. Yeah, and in it, different. Yeah, it's areas. him. It's him like testing himself yeah. every time to mm-hmm. see like what he can do with this certain type of instrument or like certain type of style. Like and he I limits think himself to do something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really admirable. It's, yes. Yeah. I I remember when Plastic Beach was about to come out, people saying that Plastic Beach was basically taking Dare off of Demon Days and making a whole record out of it. <laughs> and how some and people who didn't like Dare aren't gonna like Plastic Beach. And right. yeah, I think this is just further in that direction. I um I don't want it to come off as that to come off as negative though. Const- no, constantly I evolving, it's... changing. If you leave some no. people behind, that's okay. I don't think this is going to be more commercially successful than Demon Days, though. So I, I and yeah. I don't think that Damien thinks that by doing electronic music, he's going to break f- further into mainstream than he did when he did the weird stuff on Demon Days. I think he, it's just what he felt like doing. Yeah, I agree. That's why, like, mm-hmm. I didn't like the album, but. Like, trying to formulate why, like, that's my own personal opinion, rather than, like, he made a great album. Like, I noticed so hard, like, I don't think I noticed between, like, not mediocre, but, like, if I listen to a Vic Mensa album, and then I listen to Fanagram, it's the same quality to me as, like, literal, like, sound quality. And then hearing this, like, I guess I didn't know what a good album sounded like, because, like, everything seems clearer somehow, 
even with the same headphones as you listen. I don't know. I think it was really well produced. Oh, just the in pro- a different you're talking way. about the production yeah. quality? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't following you at all for a second. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, the quality of it, like, I thought was, like, crazy. Like, I didn't like the album, but the whole time, like, A, it is well made, and then B, down to, like, the quality of the sound. He's an amazing, that, like, he's an yeah. amazing producer. Yeah, uh, like, I didn't notice... I was hearing subpar quality because everyone else's stuff who's in the middle kind of just is like the same type of production. What's mm-hmm. what's next is for him to take a back seat and produce Vince Staples' next album. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to number ratings. I think Alana's going to be the lowest. I'll let you go first. Oh, yeah. Out of 10. Me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Whole number out of 10. Honestly... Six. Six, okay. I thought it was going to be lower. Alex? No. Uh, I'm stuck between seven and eight, but I think I'm leaning towards seven. Okay. Just personally. Well, this might influence you. I'm go- I'm a s- right at seven. This is, a, this is 100%. Really? This is textbook example seven. I like the songs on it, but I'm never, I'm never going to go back and listen to it the songs that I don't like. I'm just going to pick out the songs that I do like and listen to them. That's a seven. That's so, the same thing as me. So are you, same. so you're going to go for seven? Yeah, I'm staying seven. So, uh, that's funny. Cause I was between six and seven. Okay. So, so I, it almost got, I, so if, score. if we were deciding together what the record was, it would get a seven, but we're not, we're doing averages. Yeah. So, Six point six six sign of the beast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we did take out God, so it makes sense. Yeah, there you go. It, it all, oh man, <laughs> that's it's actually, going that's, full that's circle. Funny. Okay, so the only thing we have left to do is decide what we're going to do next week. Before I reveal what my pick is for the theme debut album for our rotation. Um, mm-hmm. does anyone have a new release they want to propose? I don't know if you know, guys... Oh, wait. I know Black Bear. I don't know if you guys know Black Bear. He's a very strange guy. Um, he just dropped... He does, like, weird stuff, and it's very, like, self-loathing, and it's not, te- like, it's not, like, um... I, how do you call the music these days? EDM? It's not that. Is it, I, is it IDM? <laughs> what is IDM? <laughs> IDM is a real genre called intelligent dance music. Yes. Then it's the, no. <laughs> it's like he does... Of course. <laughs> everything's just done like by computer and stuff, but he's interesting. And I know he just came out with it. I've heard like one or two songs. That's about it. Are, the only new album are you I know. are you officially nominating it? Do you know if it came out within the week? Because it has. I'm pretty sure it came out. Let me look it up. Again. It has to have come out since the gorillas last came week. Out, yeah. Let's look it up. I just want to mention that Mac DeMarco came out with an album. I'm not going to nominate that. Uh, Cashmere Cat came out with an album that I'm not going to oh, nominate. Oh really? So I last time we talked when we had our preliminary meeting i was like i don't know anything that's coming up and then there's just like tons of music coming out i feel like that's just just going to be that way every week but um i want to i don't expect anyone to second this but i just want to mention it i'll nominate organized noises new ep i don't remember what it's called but it came out on friday 
Organized Noise is the producers behind most of the Outcast beats, and I love them so yeah. much. Uh, looking at the track list, the features, I mean, it. it ha- I think it has Big Boy on it, but it. They're not like. It's it's popular rappers. It's nothing. It's not going to be anything crazy or experimental. Which when they were in their heyday making like beats for Stankonia and stuff, it was crazy, unbelievable stuff. So I don't. I'm not really expecting that. But I'm just going to nominate this because I love I love organized noise and I want to just say their name. And then Alex, <laughs> do you have any new releases that you want to? I saw you tweeted about an EP from something. I don't remember what that EP was now. <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was it was um, group love, but I don't think I'm going to nominate it. I listened to it, and there was, one of them was just a remix from another song, and then, or like a live version, and then the other three songs were like good, but not enough for me to want to oh, so it's kind not of like it's break it thing. down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I am not going to resend my nomination because I'm I don't feel like Alana's very confident about Black Bear, but I am definitely going to I just gonna, looked it up. I'm no, okay. Gonna check out Wait, Black Bear. look at the, I have it. Okay. It came out April 21st though, so that's before the deadline. But Juicy J is on it. And whenever we heard Juicy J, everything's in lowercase, very aesthetic. <laughs> so, it's not it's not eligible, but I will definitely check it out. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, this is a general check out. check out Black Bear. Okay, so we're going to skip on to my actual dis- decision then? Yeah. Okay. okay, so my pick for a debut album for this rotation is Melty Cannon's Soft and Wet. It's not his first record, but it is his first record where he sings. He's mostly a producer, but he actually sings on this record, so I'm counting that as his debut as a singer. It's on Apple Music. It's also on Bandcamp, so you can just listen to it for free on your computer. Okay. I didn't check Spotify, because I, I figured if it's on Bandcamp, everyone can listen to it. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't have to buy it. You can just press play on the website. So, I'm not going to... Which album? Soft and Wet. Gotcha. I'll send you a link to it if you want. I can do that right Got now. Got it. Okay. So, that's we're going to review that one on the date that we decide but we can turn off the recording on our phones before we do that because we don't need all that. Um, okay. So say bye to the people who aren't listening to our podcast. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. Okay. I hope you enjoyed the Susquad album as well. Yeah. We're not going to plug that until we have at least 100 subscribers. <laughs> Okay, so that was the first ep. Feeling better about it now that it's been recorded than when I recorded the intro. I was nervous that it wouldn't sound good, but it sounds like a real podcast, despite some lo-fi aspects of it. It's particularly my creaky chair. I have a very creaky chair I did not realize until after this. Uh, I won't be able to fix that immediately, but sometime in the future. I bought it for like $15 at a thrift store. Uh, I also learned that I talk too much. I think I talked at least double Alana and Alex combined. I will make a conscious effort to fix that next time. I also think we talked about the vocals a lot more than the instrumentation. Maybe that's just me. Something to try to improve on. 
if you have anything we could improve on or you just want to say how cool we are um the plan is to upload this to youtube immediately and then do the whole itunes thing get it approved it takes a while so if you're listening to this on youtube leave a comment if you're listening to this on itunes you can leave a review but that's not going to pertain to the specific episode if you want to talk about something specific you could i guess tweet at me that'd be the easiest way it's at veggie nug with uh, an ie for veggie at the end i don't want to spell the whole thing i'll probably get it wrong i don't, I don't ever think about that uh, if there is anyone still listening, I highly encourage you to participate by listening to the Melty Cannon record and forming your own opinions and then coming back next week and comparing, contrasting how you feel. Contact me. Tell me what you think. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the whole thing. And that's basically all I have to say. So, uh, I will fade myself out. Okay, so, um, I'm gonna count down from three, so everyone just say one at the same time as me so I can sync up the audio when I put them all together. So one, or three, two, (laughs) okay, three, two, one. 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 Three, two, one. One. I'll be able to figure it out from there probably. (laughs) Close enough. Okay, 